listening to Sober Sunday, everything that we didn't deem worthy enough. I really need a new phrase for that for <laughs> a main episode. Uh, these are the things that didn't make the final cut. We were like, actually, I don't think we have an hour's worth of content about this, but like 15 to 20. Hell yeah. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> I do need a new tag. Tagline. Yeah. Welcome to Sober Sundays where we shoot the shit. Shooting the shit <laughs> shoot Sundays. Shit. Like the whole idea of this is that you're like sitting on your front porch. Yeah, lounging it's, somewhere. Yeah, lounging mm-hmm. somewhere. You're just talking stuff. Just chilling with your mates. Yeah. We are your friends. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> well, you might be a friend or you might feel like you have been personally victimised by this podcast. Yes. And that's totally okay. Yeah. We want like classic... I can't believe I'm making a Mean Girls reference, but like Mean <laughs> Girls, have you ever been uh, felt personally victimized by George? Uh, I don't know. <gasps> Regina George. Regina George. Thank you. I was going to say like Georgina Roberts. I'm like that. No, no. It's Georgina Roberts. Them. I don't, especially someone I, feel like I know. That's a- <laughs> yeah, I do know that person. I feel like that's an actress. So yeah. people are getting called out. This podcast is opening people's eyes and their minds and freaking some people out. Mm. Which is. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think last main episode, the timeline for this is lost on me. We pointed out that a regular listener and a first Patreon supporter um, has decided to, like, go sober from this podcast. Totally. I actually caught up with Emmy when I was in Melbourne. I forgot about this. Yeah. Ah. So that was really, really cute. That was, like, our first meet cute in real life. Wholesome. I wish I was there. (laughs) But Remy speaks so often and so well directly to the camera that... I get, I get it. Like, I get what people say about me. Like, I really feel like she's already my best friend. I feel like I know everything about her. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we had some really nice chats and we talked about how awkward it can be when you're first not drinking because obviously we were at a pub, so there was a lot of alcohol going around in this venue. Yeah. We were at Annie's gig and I just said, you know, lemon, lime and sodas in a short glass, just keep it casual. Anyone that asks you, you just sort of say, no, I'm fine. I got a drink. Thank you. Or make it clear you got a jug of water on your table or something mm-hmm. like that. But yeah, you also just notice how gross everything smells. <laughs> like I couldn't get over it. Oh, yeah, because like, you don't have like the beer filter in yeah. yeah. So I was, you know, out on Smith Street and I went to see some um, drag shows with my friend Alex and every venue we walked into, I was like, the smell. Like, yeah. Did I just block this out? Like, (laughs) and the way your feet physically peel up from the floor and Mm -hmm. the walls are sweaty. And I'm just like, what? How is this appealing? Like, I used to live for that. Like, a grimy, sticky venue was like my go to, you know? Ugh. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Tangent, uh, tangent, tangent. We realized that some people may or have found themselves in what you're saying and what we're saying. And it was fine that maybe if they are an alcoholic or need to reevaluate their relationship with alcohol or they do experience anxiety or some sort of other like mental health sort of thing. Yeah. Even going way back to our earlier podcast uh, episodes in season one, mm. talking about that manifesting of negativity, like yeah. the more you post about something negative, the more negative memes you share and things you share that are quote unquote joking about mm. your poor mental health. How that actually, that is a reflection on you. That shows, you know, potential employers, friends, family, anyone that's got you on social media that you are aware you have a problem. Yeah. You just are not doing anything about it. Mm. There's a time and a place for those memes. I think constant shit posting is not that time. No. And I think quite a few people have, you know, mentioned that they felt, you know, called out by that, but totally saw 
saw the point and saw what we were saying. And yeah. if you surround yourself with positivity and positive messaging, mm. of course, you're going to feel that little bit better. Yeah. Yeah. So we wanted to say it's okay if you feel cold out. Yeah. Let us know if you do. Yeah. And that's a part of the point of this is, is to raise awareness and to generate those conversations of, oh, maybe this is an issue. Let me think about that. Am I actually being called out right now? Yeah, especially for Australians and where the drinking culture is so ingrained in our everyday life Ooh, yeah. that I think there's a lot of things that we talk about on this podcast that a lot of Australian listeners might just kind of go, oh, yeah, but that's that's the, that's the standard. That's yeah, just, that's, that's the standard. Do. That's how my family is. And I guess we're here to point out that just because we all do it doesn't mean it's right or normal or healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think, what do you think about the tax, little tangent, tax on alcohol? What's your opinion there? It's a goods and service, so yes. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, like alcohol is taxed more in Australia than it is in other places. Okay. Right? I think, so. yeah, alcohol is more expensive here. Is that just goods and services? I think so. I'm not too sure. You know how they keep like raising the price of cigarettes? Yes. What's that tax? That's a health thing. That I don't know. I don't have a photo of Yeah. Well, look, yeah. we'll do some research on that because yeah. I'm, I'm curious yes. um, about the taxing of liquor. Because mm. I think, yeah, the more expensive it is, the more unobtainable it is. Yeah. I mean, it's a double-edged sword because then maybe you have people going to cheaper drugs or, yeah. you know, bath salts or some other really dangerous things. Did you know that bitters, like lemon lime and bitters, uh-huh. did you know that that's got, it's alcoholic? Yes. Didn't know that. Oh, no. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah, I didn't know. Oh. Like, my parents have been making me lemon lime bitters since I was a child. Oh, okay. So I just thought that, like. Yeah, it's the type of, like, um, the mix that goes yeah. with it. Like, the bitters is the alcohol. Yeah, I, re- sure. I realise now. And apparently it's really potent and yeah. people will just drink that to get fucked up. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, it doesn't taste good from what I've heard. No. But, yeah, that's uh, rocked my world a little bit. Yeah. I guess com- if you get right down to it, kombucha is, like. Oh, yeah. 0.02% or something as well because it's fermented. Can we backtrack a little bit? Bath salts? (laughs) Yeah, that's a total thing, like sniffing bath salts to get a high. Yep, Um, okay. And I'm pretty sure if you mix, don't quote me on this, and, of course, nobody try this, Yeah. but I'm pretty sure mixing dissolved bath salts, cough syrup, and something else is meant to, like, ruin you it's like this purple drank oh it's i think it's called like purple drank and i'm gonna google it and it's like yeah this horrible mix of you little little, poisons essentially Mm. i can't understand someone like looking at their bath salts and be like you know what drink this i mean i think you really have to okay okay purple drank oh no it's a recreational drug uh combining prescription grade cough syrup with soft drink and hard candy Oh, okay. That's Mm. no bath salts in that then. Interesting. Uh, You know the guy that ate the face of that other guy? Yes. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in like 2013, 2014. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Ah. that was a bath salt incident. Oh, okay. Drugs are scary. I'm scared of drugs. Yeah. (laughs) I just, yeah, which is so weird, I think, for like an addict. And there are obviously, it just, it's too out of my control. Yeah. I don't like that. Like alcohol, I felt like I controlled alcohol. Yes. Obviously I didn't, but I thought I did, whereas mm. I'm, I know that the drugs would control me. Yeah. And I would just become a mess. Yeah, fair. Again. Mm. No, thank you. Has this podcast called out any of your actions? Mm. I don't know. I feel like I'd have to listen back to it and 
see if there are moments. I feel like I've said if I've been called out at any point. Yeah. Which I, nothing comes to mind if you are a, like Except a when, religious oh no. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Except when we have talked about, is it being organised? I feel like we've talked about you overloading yourself, like work, <laughs> taking on more work than you can handle. I already knew that was a thing, though. <laughs> I wasn't being called out. I was just pointing at the obvious in my life. <laughs> yeah, every time we talk about burnout, I'm just, just like... <laughs> yeah, yes. and that's something we talked about heavily in last week's episode. Mm. So Annie's just sent me yeah. from the uh, producer room, has just yeah. sent me a text um, about synthetic... You can read this synthetic. about Synthetic. Cathanones? Uh, cath- cathanones. Cathanones. Synthetic cathanones are marketed as cheap substitutes for other stimulants such as Meth and cocaine, just apparently I can't say the full word, uh, and products sold as Molly slash MDMA, often containing synthetic cathinones. Bath salts. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Methamphetamine. Methamphetamine. Phetamines. There you are. The th was in the wrong place. Methamphetamine. All right, cool. Well, thanks to our researcher, Annie. Yeah, great. <laughs> so basically, don't trust any drugs. Mm. Oh, do you want to talk about pill testing? Sure. What do you think? I wait. Pill testing in what sense? Like what I context? think that at music festivals there should be a station where people can go to have their drugs tested. Yes. That will let them know how safe they are. Yeah. Look, I know that the the I think the idea is that if it's tested as not safe, it gets it still gets given back to them. But I feel like they should be confiscated. Wait, does it? I think then so. Then what's the point of testing them? So that you know what's in it. Like okay. it's, the idea is that it's, I'm pretty sure the idea is it's giving you the educational knowledge. But as, then aren't you, couldn't you then be held liable knowing that you've handed someone a drug that can still harm them? No, because you didn't supply it. It's, okay. And it's their choice and they're choosing to test it and they're choosing to take it anyway. Interesting. I think there's a, yeah, there's kinks to be worked out, obviously. Yeah. I don't know. It's, I know it's a very, like, divisive thing in Australian politics. Yeah. Um, and there are some, like, members of parliament who are like, good, pill testing, et cetera, et cetera. Because um, the argument is that it would increase drug taking, right? Yeah, I think so. I That's think that the is argument. the argument. But it's also the argument that it's meant to be decreasing the amount of illegal drugs and, like, harmful drugs that are being taken at festivals. Yeah. I once found some pills at a festival. Yeah. Oh, this is about it. So I was underage at a music festival, uh-huh. found a bunch of pills in a bag and was like, oh, my God, free drugs. And then obviously I didn't have a pill testing place yeah. to go. So my version, this is not good. So my version of pill testing was basically to sell one. So I sold one to this guy and I was like, meet me back here in two hours if you want another one. And he met me back there and I was like, how was it? And he like told me his experience and he seemed fine and wasn't dead. So I was like, cool, sold him another one and sort of divvied up the rest between my friends or whatever. I can't really remember what happened. Oh, I had my nose broken that festival. Oh, my um, God. By a- on accident. It was like aggressive moshing. But, yeah. yeah, I think I had fun. It was so long ago. I guess don't do that. No. And I feel like if there had been a pill testing service available at a festival. You would have gone. I would have gone and yeah. been like, hey, I just found these. Like I want to know if they're safe to take, which yeah. is what I did want to know. Yeah. I just used a human guinea pig, an unwilling subject. Oh, it's not great, is <laughs> oh it? Oh, <laughs> Choices. I had yeah. that same day, I had wine on my cereal. It was a true Liz Lemon moment. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God, Liz Lemon's a time. She is a time. Yeah. Mm. 
of opinions about that. Do you? I think so. You don't like Liz Lemon? I just like, <laughs> how do I say this? Uh, how do I say this without being, without getting called out for anything? I think that I do have opinions, but apparently I can't form them properly okay, right now. That's okay. Put myself into a little rut. I also have opinions on Tina Fey and that I think she needs to update her politics just a little bit. Sure. Um, especially to be more intersectional. That's, yeah, that's very true. Yes. It's crazy, isn't it, when you, if you look back on you watch, if you consider yourself to be quote unquote woke. Yeah. And you look back on all these like movies and stuff mm. you watch as a kid, you're like, oh fuck, like yeah. this is also problematic. Yes. Like, yeah, all of these messages are terrible. And then yeah. you realize that is the shit that is that we are consuming constantly oh, yeah, as children. Like, no wonder we form the opinions the way we do. Like, yeah. when all of the media around us is what it is. Yes, but then there's that thing if if that's what the media was like 20 years ago, then you if those people are still alive and they're still kicking and they're still having a public voice, yeah, that public voice should be updated Agreed. sometimes, and it isn't. Agreed. In a lot of cases. In a lot of cases, exactly. Yeah. And, like, I think it's okay to, I mean, obviously I'm a huge believer of this, like, yeah. of just coming out and being like, oh, fuck, here's all the yeah. fucked things I did. I want to be better and this is how I'm trying to be better. Yeah. I don't really understand how that's not a valid option for everyone. Mm. And I always think about myself like, you know, when you see these politicians and it's like a scandal because there's a photo from 20 years ago and they're doing coke or whatever it is. It's like I always am like, if I was in that position, I would just say, well, yeah. Mm. And I was young and I was irresponsible and I wouldn't do that now. And this is why my politics are X, Y, Z. I want to look after X, Y, Z. Yeah. You can spin it. Like you can, you know, it's Mm. bizarre to me that people still try and deny stuff or they're like, no, it was just this one time at this one. And I'm like, dude, it's so fine. Like we all make mistakes. I think politics especially has got this kind of veil over it that's Mm. like, no one can make any mistakes. You can't be human. You know, you can't have had any mistakes in your past life at all. And yeah. But, like, it's also this thing of you can't, like, there's a lot of people who believe that they shouldn't have to apologise for their mistakes or that fact that that's a key step in reconciliation and then the next step is moving on from that. What came to my mind when you were talking about it is Joaquin Phoenix at the BAFTAs the okay. other day. Um, did you see his acceptance speech? No, absolutely oh, not. Like, would recommend My pop culture it. is zero, my friend. <laughs> so he, I think he won Best Actor or something for The Joker. Okay. And oh, yep, yep. in his acceptance speech was like, I don't deserve this. We all need to like, and I know this is so like not worth it. Paraphrasing, yeah. yeah. I'm paraphrasing the hell out of this. Um, I don't deserve this. We all need to fix it. We need to be better. And not just by having like people of color on our crews. Um, like, <laughs> True. On our film crews. Yeah, we need to change all of this. And also I acknowledge that I am a part of that problem as a white man I'm an issue and I have added to systemic racism. Yeah. And then he walked away without his BAFTA. (gasps) Yeah. He just left it there and was like, I like, like, no. Yeah. And just kind of walked away. I love a good statement. But that's the thing. Yeah. Like, that's a natural statement. And not only did he call for more diversity, but also was like, I'm part of the problem. Acknowledgement. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Accountability is what we are all about on this podcast. Pretty much. Yeah. Accountability is the best. Like, um, a listener reached out to both of us today to say that they, um, yes. you know, felt a little bit called out, but they seemed to take it really well in their stride yeah. and it seemed like a bit of a, oh, will you look at that? And then, <laughs> and you know, and I said to them, this is the first part, like it's so lame, but the first part is accepting you have a problem. Yes. And you can, and as I've said many, many times, it took me 10 years mm-hmm. to 
know I had a problem and then do something about it. There's no time stamp on it. You don't have to listen to this podcast and then think, oh, fuck, I have to change all of these things about me. No, no, this is my experience, your experience, you know, the interviews we have. Everyone has their own journey and has to take it at their own pace and in their own way. Like, if this podcast even helps you to get one fifth closer to your aha moment, then we are doing good work, you know? And I feel like, oh, my God, I hate myself for doing this. This is part of my own journey of acceptance, not that other bull, which I do believe in. Um, is that, ooh, I can feel myself calling myself out. This is horrible. A part, like, being part of this podcast, talking to you about all this kind of stuff, has made me move closer towards accepting that I have problems with vulnerability, which I think I talked about a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And, like, actively making changes of that in my life. Like, I apologised to someone the other week for I something I love that. And how good do you feel now, though? Yeah, great. And, and like, you don't realise that the apology is, like, weighing on you yeah. and that there's this awkward thing that you can't move past. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, I do think I could have done it a little better, but, like, but I've done it But you always do that. You always look yeah. back. Like, you're a perfectionist. That's the kind of person you are. Like, mm. I think you always want things to be done right. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but, yeah, that journey of like being more vulnerable and like not burning out and overloading is also something that this podcast has helped with just so glad so you listener can feel like you're not alone mm. so not alone there are yeah. so many countless people that all feel the same and no one's fucking talking about it like yeah. talk to your friends yeah and vulnerable conversations lead to more vulnerable conversations yes. you know it doesn't mean you have to have them every day no yeah and make sure if you are going into a vulnerable conversation that everyone can sense to it yes. yes oh my god consent and i know we talk about this a lot because yeah. people tend to not mm. ask our consent and just sort of yeah whatever which is what it is but that is super important like if you're in a public space or there are people there that you don't know very well especially because if you don't know somebody else's backstory or what they mm. might have gone through you don't know what could be potentially really triggering for them yeah um, or put them in an unsafe situation as well, depending yeah, on the topic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's really hard because I'm really conscious as well of not being the kind of person that could be labelled like a snowflake or like being overly cautious or whatever. But it's like maybe if we all weren't all so rude yeah. and like instantaneous, then maybe feelings wouldn't get hurt. Like let's all just take a second to yeah. consider others. Yeah. Wild concept everyone else in the room because it's not all about you i mean this podcast is basically all oh, about yes. me but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm with you yeah um that's it yeah yeah i mean cute so yeah. sundays yeah. have fun whatever yeah. you're doing well like see it's not about you now haiku hands is stuck in my head so if you want something to listen to on your sunday listen to haiku hands not about Great. you haiku yeah. hands not about you yeah, it's not about you this is not sponsored no, it's not. But if they just do a listen, tune. Just a tuner. <laughs> I something else I was going to say. Yeah. Do you have a song recommendation? Nothing that you'd like. No? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I was listening to a lot of um, emo today and Annie was super unimpressed with the production quality. And I was like, but they're all like startup bands. And she was like, I know. Like, I can tell. And I was so personally offended. <laughs> and I was like, but they're trying. Like, oh, so I guess it would, um, yeah, probably be something emo and aggressive. Okay. I like the heartaches. They're from Adelaide. Oh, yeah. So there's that. It's probably yeah. not as aggressive as I'd like, but that'll do. All right, fucking bye. Bye.